Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Frontiers in Learning, a program focused on education and its role in meeting the needs of our area's changing economy. I'm your host, Chris Shublin. Welcome to the program. This week on Frontiers in Learning, we're going to spend some time with Dr. Chris Reber, the president of the Community College of Beaver County, talking about some of CCBC's new initiatives as it approaches its 50th anniversary and the impact that Shell Chemicals' arrival in Beaver County will have on education both at the college and on our local school districts. We'll also chat with Justin Fortunato, one of the bright young educators and producers at Lincoln Park Performing Arts Center in Midland. Justin is entering his second season as Lincoln Park's artistic producing director. We'll talk about the spectacular 2016-17 subscription series of shows coming to Lincoln Park. But first, Dr. Chris Reber brought with him a vision that focuses on growth and meeting the needs of the community served by CCBC, and in his first two years, the college has realized much of that vision. Dr. Reber, welcome. Great to see you, Chris. I really appreciate the opportunity. Let's first talk about the 50th anniversary of the Community College of Beaver County. Most of us who've been around for quite some time remember that it was in some temporary buildings in Freedom and it bounced around and all of a sudden uh, the campus came to life in Center Township and now that campus continues to expand. It really does and you know it's it's a it's a significant milestone for any institution to uh, to to reach uh, an anniversary like a 50th and uh, as we've been preparing for a year-long celebration, we've been obviously reviewing the archives, and I, there are just so many wonderful stories about the life-changing impact that the college has had on individuals, on people. And uh, we've been fortunate to uh, have the opportunity to create some videos to tell those stories, and what it reminds all of us is that we are stewards. We're at a point in time, and we are here and having the opportunity to make a real difference in the lives of people because of those who came before us, because of pioneers. And we're also at a point where we can begin to envision the next 50 years and what that might mean. And it's a a very affirming process. We've been following with great interest the artwork that is going on in conjunction with the 50th anniversary as well. Yes, we actually have had some students uh, that have been painting a mural that depicts the various phases of the college's history. And we're going to be uh, um, dedicating that shortly. Well, I know that CCBC, Chris, continues to evolve, and it has to, because we all need to continue to evolve, Uh, particularly with uh, Shell Chemical and their great announcement that they're going to locate the ethane cracker in Potter Township right in your backyard and in all of our uh, backyards. Uh, You know, obviously, this is going to have an effect on the Community College of Beaver County, and I'm sure that uh, you're out in front on this right now. Uh, I feel we are, and yet there is really a rather daunting challenge to really keep focusing on what it will uh, what will be required to scale to the needs uh, of shell and but we are on the right track and that's thanks to dedicated work by a lot of people we uh, about four years ago uh, began working on a new process technology program which is one of the three central workforce needs that shell has and not just shell but all the related petrochemicals and uh, plastics workforce needs that will come out of this 
Tell me about the process technology associate degree then. Yeah. Uh, what what would it entail? What's it like in the classroom? So the the program was created uh, by um, a committee of folks in leaders in manufacturing, advanced manufacturing, um, in the industrial community. We went to Texas and we actually visited four community colleges that have um, state-of-the-art very successful process technology programs given the, the business there in that area. Use that as the uh, model for the design of our curriculum. It's a two-year program. It prepares um, employees to be ready for all the various uh, manufacturing processes involved in uh, the plant. Dr. Chris Reber is my guest. He's the president of the Community College of Beaver County. We're talking about the Process Technology Associate Degree Program at CCBC right now. I know that STEM is a big buzzword in education, yes. both in the college and in the high school uh, levels. You had to go to Texas to, to get other examples. Is uh, CCBC out in front as far as regional educational uh, I, entities? You know, I'd like to say I think we are. I, 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 uh, this is a very critical and very um, positive moment for us. We have, I, I would say, Chris, our organizing principle is partnerships. So what we've done is uh, taken the community in our title very seriously. Our mission is to meet the needs of this community. And uh, so what we're striving to do is come together with others. Uh, rather than trying to do everything on our own, we're trying to come together with K-12 through and with four-year and graduate institutions, with business, industry, human services, government. And uh, and in concert with others, create seamless educational and career pathways that allow students to begin learning about career opportunities as early as elementary and uh, middle school, actually begin to earn college credit if they wish while exploring career opportunities while in high school. We have high school academies that allow students to actually graduate high school with a year of college already finished. Come to us, and then if they wish, go on to four-year or graduate institutions with all the credits transferring seamlessly. This can only happen when there is a vision that's shared by everyone. It has to be win-win. And uh, I'm pleased to say we've made a lot of headway in this area. So in terms of STEM, we are going to be uh, uh, launching a STEM academy, science, technology, engineering, mathematics, next fall. This will be for uh, students in grades uh, 11 and 12 in all Beaver County school districts as well as beyond. And kids that have an interest in STEM can come and spend half of their high school experience with us taking college credit courses and um, getting a, a head start on college and also learning a lot about not just careers, but uh, we're trying to emphasize hands-on learning opportunities that help students get passionate and excited about learning and that also lead to character development. You're listening to Frontiers in Learning. I'm Chris Shovlin. Dr. Chris Reber is my guest here this morning, and uh, he is the president of the Community College in Beaver County. Uh, Dr. Reber, obviously, those of us who've been around Beaver County for quite some time saw uh, the industrial landscape change. And we saw so many of our young people uh, who were forced to leave the area to find employment elsewhere. Will this type of program that you're initiating at the Community College of Beaver County, will, will that stem that at all? And not to use the, the <laughs> phrase stem again, but will, great... will that turn the tide for us here as far as losing people? Yes. I think I, I, what's happening now with the, uh, the, the shell announcement is, is really transformational for the community. Um, it's been likened to having an impact similar to the start of the steel industry and all of that is meant. And if you think about just the, the proportion of it, uh, we're talking about $6 billion or more in investment. 
we're talking about a plant that will take four to five years just to build and require 6,000 construction workers or more. Uh, and then the impact that will have when it's up and running in terms of employment, in terms of the economy, is, is, is exponential. So, and these, I'm not exaggerating when I say that. Uh, and so I think what you will see over time, and it won't happen overnight, but you're already seeing some of the early results of this. Traffic jams, construction, <laughs> highway, I had it coming here. Um, but, and so there are going to be pains in the process, but what I think we are going to see is family-sustaining wages from a whole uh, array of new job opportunities, including residual opportunities in retail and um, hotel and restaurant management and the, the whole gamut, health, human services. Uh, it, will, it will be pervasive in our community. And so what that means is we have to be able to educate a workforce that can um, contribute to the needs of these businesses and industries. And that's our job. We're, uh, we think, uh, right on track, but uh, this is going to be priority number one for CCBC for as long as it's priority number one for the community, and I think that will be a good long time. You mentioned the impact that we're feeling and seeing already. I, too, drove through Potter Township and Sutter Township today. It is totally different. If you haven't been on that side of the river in Beaver County recently, you will not recognize the area. And it, it changes every day, literally. So very exciting. Uh, some challenges that come with it. But our principal uh, challenge now is getting our program to scale. So Shell really has three overarching needs. Process technology, we have that program. It's up and running. Engineering, both at the associate and at the bachelor and graduate levels. We are uh, very much working on uh, bringing our engineering programs to the next level. And we're partnering right now with Robert Morris and Geneva and Penn State Beaver in order to provide a, a pathway to, to, to bachelor and graduate education in that area. And then mechatronics, meaning building machine equipment technology, everything from welding to um, a whole slew of things. We're working assiduously with the Beaver County Career and Technology Center to align our programs and facilities, and we're happy to be neighbors, which make this even, uh, makes this even easier. And uh, so those three legs of the workforce stool all have um, progress being made, partnerships being formed, and uh, our challenge is scaling up, hiring more faculty, being able to accommodate uh, growth and enrollment, which means additional equipment and facilities. And we're very much working right now on trying to secure resources, grants, gifts, uh, entrepreneurial funding opportunities. You mentioned all these partnerships, and I, it, it begs the question, how much involved, how involved has Shell itself been in this Very process? Very much so. They've been wonderful partners. Um, I uh, arrived at CCBC in, uh, on July of, uh, 1st of 2014. Uh, some of my predecessors and folks still at the college uh, had been working with Shell at least two years before then. So we've had an ongoing working relationship with uh, um, Joe Minetti, with uh, uh, Shannon Debus, and with people in Houston. We have some regular visits by folks in Houston. Um, in fact, just, I believe, next week. We have two folks coming up that are going to meet with students in our process technology program. We have an industrial advisory committee that Shell's been active on. Shell recently created a scholarship for students in this program with a focus on benefiting students from traditionally underrepresented groups because a diverse workforce is an important priority for them. We've also then been working with other industries affected like Nova Chemicals, who's also just uh, created an endowed scholarship. So. Shell has been uh, wonderful. Uh, it's been a wonderful relationship. They know we. They need our help. We know that they are a 
uh, absolute paramount priority. And together, we're trying to get where we need to go. We hope for a short time out, we'll continue our conversation with Dr. Chris Rieger, the president of the Community College of Beaver County, in just a moment. Again, you're listening to Frontiers in Learning. I'm Chris Shublin. We'll be right back. Prepare for in-demand careers coming to your region. By enrolling in Community College of Beaver County's Process Technology Program, you will have access to industry-approved curriculum, hands-on learning, on-site instruction with CCBC's industry partners, plus much more. In just two years, you will be a certified process technician or operator. Learn more at ccbc.edu slash ptech or by calling 724-480-3504. The Broadway Phenomenon. Andrew Lloyd Webber's The Phantom of the Opera comes to Lincoln Park Performing Arts Center in Midland for three consecutive weekends starting September 30th. Tickets are on sale now at the box office by phone at 724-576-464 for option two or online at lincolnparkarts.org. And Lincoln Park also presents River City Brass Band and the music of Rodgers and Hammerstein Sunday, October 23rd, and the Elephant Band beginning November 11th. Get tickets now at lincolnparkarts.org. Lincoln Learning Solutions is a Beaver County-based nonprofit organization whose mission is to empower learning communities by providing them with products, strategies, and services aligned with proven educational practices. Lincoln Learning Solutions is the creator of Lincoln Empowered, a comprehensive new pre-K through 12 online curriculum that offers the highest degree of flexibility and personalization possible. Want to learn more? Visit www.lincolnlearningsolutions.org. Welcome back. This is Frontiers in Learning. I'm Chris Shublin. Now let's continue our conversation with Dr. Chris Reber, the president of the Community College of Beaver County. We started off uh, talking primarily about the process technology associate degree and how it will relate to the coming Shell Ethane Cracker plant. We talked about partnerships and you mentioned quite a few businesses here in the area. Dr. Reber, I, I was really struck by uh, your comments at a Beaver County Chamber of Commerce luncheon uh, a couple of weeks back when when you told the crowd there of basically about what we're talking about here today. And I'm not so certain that a lot of folks here in the area know entirely what's going on regarding Shell, regarding the future of education here. Uh, and, you know, I guess one of the challenges is spreading the news and getting kids to know about this, uh, particularly kids in the high school years now getting set to go to, uh, to college and, and kids who want to stay here in the Valley. Well, it's, uh, you know, in a community like this, uh, which... It's so interesting because we're at the crossroads of uh, uh, an urban environment and a very rural environment, uh, but a relatively small population. Um, you know, the, in my experience, uh, the way to really make significant inroads into things that are really important uh, is to work with others. Uh, there has to be a regional approach. There has to be a collaborative approach. And so I, what I was trying to share at that meeting was the fact that we have a lot to be proud of right now. I think we have a lot of um, evidence of entities and people and leaders coming together to do really serious work, and the, the outcomes are greater than the sum of the parts. So uh, we, as I mentioned in the earlier segment, we, we have the cooperation of every – all 14 Beaver County school districts um, and the, all of the uh, higher education institutions in this region – we have come together to create seamless educational pathways that are going to lead to 
win-wins, and this is fundamentally important. So uh, there, there are some needs in this county that are pretty um, uh, overarching. One of them is uh, a need to increase the number of high school students who graduate. Uh, a second one is to increase the proportion of the population that has a post-secondary credential that can lead to, to meaningful employment. As we all know, to, in order to um, be eligible for family-sustaining wages and meaningful employment, it's very hard to do that without some credential. And uh, so those two pieces then are very much related to uh, the economic development of the region, which is important because if you have more people that are working and earning family-sustaining wages, you have more people in the tax base who are paying taxes, and you have a stronger, more vibrant financial foundation in your community. The pieces all come together. Now with the entrance of uh, Shell and the growth that that is going to bring, I think you're going to see uh, just a ramping up, so to speak, of, of efforts to get at these issues. They're all interrelated. So uh, it, the, the high school academies, I think, are, are a great example of how all these pieces come together. We, uh, in sharing ideas with superintendents, came to the conclusion a couple of years ago that there were some mutual interests we had. So superintendents were telling us, you know, the uh, r financial resources that we have are very limited. And so we have difficulty in this part of the state, in this community, uh, to provide really enriching opportunities for students in grades 12, sometimes 11 and 12, or high-achieving students. Um, and, and yet CCBC has some really nationally distinctive programs like aviation. Uh, can we come together to provide a pathway for high school students to have an enriching experience, also uh, get a head start on college? We created our first academy in January of 15, an aviation academy, no pun intended, but it really took off. Uh, so we had 27 students from nine school districts in the first cohort. Next cohort, six months later, 66 students from uh, 16 school districts. This fall, just last week, we began with 135 students from 38 school districts all over southwestern PA and into West Virginia and Ohio. Uh, it's proven to be really dynamic. The students are really loving it. They're getting excited about hands-on learning opportunities. Uh, the first cohort of graduating seniors graduated last May, 22 seniors in the Aviation Academy, 18 of them are now full-time at CCBC finishing their associate degree. The other four have gone on to other four-year schools, including the Air Force Academy, 100% graduation from high school, 18 of those coming to us. And so we're going to continue the model, and what we think it will mean long-term is more high school students will have an opportunity to think about college who might never have done so, to begin to uh, rub shoulders with college students and faculty who care about them, and graduate from high school in higher numbers. It brings us students, so it's a win for us. We are then bringing students to our four-year uh, university partners by providing articulated pathways. And most important, longer term, we're creating a pipeline of skilled workers in high-demand areas in this region. We went from aviation, we've just started a nursing academy. Next fall, it's going to be STEM, which is squarely focused on uh, Shell. It sounds like this 50th anniversary, there's, <laughs> there's plenty to celebrate. You betcha. Absolutely.
No question about that. Dr. Chris Reber, the president of the Community College of Beaver County, is my guest. This is Frontiers in Learning. I'm Chris Shublin. We're talking about education, how it relates to uh, the future of Beaver County, and, uh, you know, what it's going to be like here once that shell plant gets up and running. Of course, that is years down the road. We're still in the, in the process of developing things. You know, from the process technology associate degree uh, to STEM education going into the high schools, it seems to me that these are vital, these are necessary if we want our workforce to be prepared for what is to come. And I'm wondering, without these particular initiatives, would our workforce be ready? Would we have enough people to uh, supply to I, Shell? I, I think the answer is no. Uh, and I think what we would see is an importing of a workforce, which doesn't really benefit the region in the way that we uh, would hope. So uh, that's the challenge to us. Right now, we know we have probably a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and it doesn't always come, but we have that opportunity. Now the question, I think, for our community is, are we prepared to rise to the opportunity and do everything we can together in order to maximize the outcomes, minimize some of the pain and challenge? I think we are, and I think we what I was trying to share at the uh, manufacturer's breakfast is there are examples of it, and uh, when you see it coming together, it's pretty exciting, and, and uh, I think we have reason to be proud, but we've got to keep our focus on like a laser beam on uh, continuing to prepare. This sounds like it's a costly uh, set of initiatives, though, and uh, is there grant money? Has there been grant money yes. coming in? I'm pleased to tell you that uh, CCBC uh, is the lead institution in a grant that was just mailed uh, a few days ago to the United States Department of Labor. This is under the America's Promise program. It is focused on workforce development. We are one of 40 partners in this consortium grant that includes ShaleNet, it includes the Allegheny Conference, it includes the Penn College of Technology, it it includes a community college in West Virginia and one in Ohio. We've come together to say we want uh, to train a workforce not just for Beaver County and Shell, but for the whole region. And we know there are crackers that are on the horizon in, in the other two states. So we think we're going to get it. We think we feel pretty strongly. It goes right up to the support of the governors of the three states. And uh, that'll be a $6 million grant. That's that's one grant. We are working now on a, two NSF, two National Science Foundation grants that uh, would provide several million dollars to CCBC for equipment. We have a need for equipment, scholarships, faculty, and uh, we're continuing uh, not only to write grants, but frankly, we are visiting business and industry. I was uh, talking to a company in Washington County today about what we're doing with this program. It happens to be important to the company as well in terms of their workforce needs, and they are already contracted with Shell to provide some services. Uh, It was a great opportunity to talk about how we can come together. They're going to support us with um, gifts of equipment, simulation, um, software, and possibly scholarship funding. And we're going to be having that conversation all over the region. It sounds like our conversation could go on and on and on, but unfortunately, (laughs) we're running out of time. I want to thank you so much for joining me here today on Frontiers in Learning, and congratulations on that 50th anniversary. I know it's going to be a big celebration for CCBC this year. Thank you, and really, it's the result of so many people, and so I would say congratulations to us all. Thank you. Dr. Chris Reber, the president of the Community College of Beaver County. Up next, Lincoln Park Performing Arts Center, ready to let its freak flag fly with a spectacular array of productions in its 2016-17 subscription series. We'll meet the man behind the curtain. Artistic producing director Justin Fortunato as Frontiers in Learning continues right after this. Prepare for in-demand careers coming to your region. 
By enrolling in Community College of Beaver County's Process Technology Program, you will have access to industry-approved curriculum, hands-on learning, on-site instruction with CCBC's industry partners, plus much more. In just two years, you will be a certified process technician or operator. Learn more at ccbc.edu slash ptech or by calling 724-480-3504. It's the music of Rodgers and Hammerstein, performed by River City Brass Band in the Main Stage Theater at Lincoln Park Performing Arts Center in Midland, Sunday, October 23rd at 2 p.m. Tickets start at just $20. Enjoy an afternoon of wonderful show tunes as the River City Brass Band, directed by James Gourlay, brings their light touch and superb showmanship to Lincoln Park. Tickets are available now at the box office by phone at 724-576-4644, option 2, or online at lincolnparkarts.org. Lincoln Learning Solutions is a Beaver County-based nonprofit organization whose mission is to empower learning communities by providing them with products, strategies, and services aligned with proven educational practices. Lincoln Learning Solutions is the creator of Lincoln Empowered, a comprehensive new pre-K through 12 online curriculum that offers the highest degree of flexibility and personalization possible. Want to learn more? Visit www.lincolnlearningsolutions.org. Welcome back to Frontiers in Learning. This is Chris Shublin. Joining me now is one of the up-and-coming producing and directing talents in our entire region today. He is now in his second year as the Artistic Producing Director at Lincoln Park Performing Arts Center in Midland. Let's welcome to the program Justin Fortunato. Hi, Chris. Thanks for having me. Great to have you here. Congratulations on a great first season, Justin. Now, before we get into the second year, let's ask you how you weathered that first season yeah, as director sure. at Lincoln Park. It was a whirlwind. It hit me the other day as the students were coming back that it's been a little over a year since I first came here. Um, it was an exciting season. Um, you know, I, I started in uh, the beginning of August last year, and I had a couple of weeks, and I thought I had a handle on everything, and then, of course, the students came back, and that was a whole <laughs> other uh, dynamic. But, yeah, it, it was a great year, and I'm uh, really looking forward to this upcoming season. I uh, loved last season and the, the great shows that we did. I'm really excited about uh, where we're going. And congratulations on that first season. I know there were some spectacular shows, spectacular performances. My favorite was Little Mermaid. Oh, I loved The Little Mermaid, too. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it, it felt like a revolving door of just great shows and uh, great casts. Uh, West Side Story, Les Mis, Little Mermaid, Lion King Jr. Um, we kind of ran the whole gamut. Um, and that's that's the goal, to, to pick shows that not only excite our audience, but also excite the students of the charter school, because, you know, they make up the, the real majority of our cast and the casting here. Now, we're coming off the summer. It wasn't exactly the off-season for you, was it? No, we, we were busy planning for this upcoming season. Um, and this season is a big, big season. I didn't think we could get bigger than last season, and I think we have. Um, and our production crew has been working tire, tirelessly uh, to make sure that our eight-show subscription season coming up is ready for audiences starting in September. Now, you've nicknamed it Let Your Freak Flag Fly. Tell me why and tell me sure. what that applies to. We did, yeah. One of our, like I said, we have kind of check boxes when we're trying to pick a season out here. And the two biggest components are, one, will it excite our audiences? And two, does it excite the students that are auditioning for them? Um, and as we were looking at different shows, we saw this kind of uh, banding common theme of these outcast characters, um, whatever that means, you know, what it means to be different. Um, and it, it happened very organically, which is what you always hope for when you're trying to band together a season. Um, very excited to have a themed season here. Um, one of the great things about it is it keeps the narrative of every show 
um, throughout the entire year. So, we're, you know, we talk about Phantom of the Opera coming up in September and the parallels we can draw from the Phantom to Quasimodo and the Hunchback of Notre Dame to the man versus man um, idea that's presented in The Outsiders. Um, so, yeah, it's a fun season. It's a season that runs a gamut of hard-hitting drama, a family-friendly musical theater. Um, and it's going to be really exciting to bring the charter school students into that and, and see uh, them bring all of these really eclectic different stories to life. We'll tell you how to get tickets in just a little bit. But, Justin, the students at Lincoln Park, they're of a higher artistic caliber. Because of that, are there more challenges for you to the plus side, uh, to the negative side when auditioning comes around? It's tough. I, I, I'll be really honest with you. I had a busy summer, and um, I teach a class for the charter school, musical theater rep for seniors, and it's on Monday mornings, like eight forty-five in the morning. So it's hard, you know, it's hard to get up when you're a student or a teacher. Um, and I went in, and I, I was pretty blown. Um, I was tired, and the kids got up, and I just said, you know, sing whatever you want. They may get to know who you are, and they got up, and it was just one after another. I was just blown away by their talent. I mean, this is nine o'clock in the morning, and these kids are just acting and singing and being, you know, so grounded and so uh, full of integrity. Um, and it, gets, it was kind of a kick in the butt to me. They're like, okay, this is why we're doing this. Uh, but yeah, the talent out here, and I don't just say this, um, it, it, is, it is one of the most impressive. I've worked with young people a lot, and I see a lot of different groups of young people, young performers, and the, the work ethic here, the respect for the craft, um, it's unparalleled in anything that I've found. Well, it's going to be a great season. Justin, I want to thank you for joining us uh, here on Frontiers and Learning in our first, uh, our first week on the radio. I uh, want to remind everybody that Justin and his students are going to be uh, right smack dab in the middle of things. Tickets are available for all of the 2016-2017 subscription series shows at Lincoln Park at the box office by phone at 724-576-4644 for option two or online at lincolnparkarts.org slash events page. Break a leg this year. Chris, thanks for having me. We look forward to seeing you all at Lincoln Park. And that's it for this week. Thanks to our guests and to you for listening. Frontiers in Learning comes to you through a grant from Lincoln Learning Solutions in cooperation with the Community College of Beaver County. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect those of this station's staff and management. Find podcasts of this and all of our shows online at TalkShoe.com. Just search Frontiers in Learning. If you'd like to suggest a topic or if you have a question or a comment, please email your thoughts to Frontiers at LPPACenter.org. The producer of today's show is Don Cameron. I'm Chris Shublin, reminding you to tune in next week for another stimulating edition of Frontiers in Learning. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.